Stupid Wizards Actual People contains content for adults. Content warnings can be found in episode descriptions. Listener discretion is advised. Good tidings. We find ourselves today in the nation of Aloria, a proud kingdom ruled by the queen untouched by time. Nestled between and at a tenuous peace with the Belovian Dwarven Empire and the High Council of Elves of Morel. Though our story cares little for empires and titles of nobility, instead we'll focus our energy on the humble city of Trask, tucked in the southern quadrant on a hot, dreary summer day, exactly a week and a day after a great tragedy has stricken a temple dedicated to the moon goddess, Saloon. And the old and worn study of Trask's governor, Sir Kenley Gearsworth, waits two brothers, one sitting patiently while the other paces with irritation. <sighs> Jesus, Kel, I hate these governor types, these politicians. Make us wait all day. I've got drinks to drink. And Kel sitting there in the, in the chair, he's flipping a book, pages slowly. Vincent, this is just how it goes. He'll be along with us in just a few moments. We'll find out what's going on. We'll do our thing, and then we'll we'll move on. You can go get your drink after we're done, okay? No, no sense of professionalism whatsoever. Just out here sweating my balls off. Vincent, it's been two minutes. Okay, maybe I am overreacting. I just, we haven't had a job like this before. I mean, we don't know what the job is yet. We just know something happened. I mean, it's got to be good for a governor to call us. I mean, yeah, it's not like little notice here and there, like we find in traveling towns, but... As long as it's not fucking skeletons. Or vampires. It could be vampires. <laughs> I'm hoping not. They're not fun. <laughs> so as Vincent Graybane is pacing in the sweltering heat inside this governor's office, he's kind of peeling off his leather overcoat that he typically wears. Um, it's very pirate-esque. Uh, very swashbuckler-esque, because he's a swashbuckler rogue. Um, underneath, he's wearing a white... What is it? Linen? Is that typically what the shirts... Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, a, linen. Like a linen. white linen shirt. It's kind of dirty, dingy. Um, it looks like, you know, with the summer heat, maybe he hasn't bathed in a while. He's got unkempt, tousled, brown, medium-length hair. He looks a little bit like Willem Dafoe uh, in the face. Very square, pointy jaw. Kind of, he's got a scar over the top right eye, kind of tanned, sun-kissed skin. He's got a rapier on one side and a dagger on the other. And then on his pack on the back, he's got a uh, hand crossbow. And Kellen, while he's sitting there reading his book, he's, his cape, green cape, is like switched to the side so he can sit comfortably. He is just wearing a simple leather coat it's got little pouches here and there pockets uh, uh, a holder for his little his book that he's currently reading his trinkets for his trinkets he's got simple like just linen pants on and uh you don't see a weapon anywhere um on his person um he doesn't have one and he does have like this family crest ring um on his middle finger on his right hand he has very short dark hair very clean and crisp. It's got a little bit of unkemptness to it um, at the at, near the bangs. Um, very clean and crisp, just scruff. And he's just very casually just flipping through the book that he's reading. So as you guys have sitting there waiting for just a couple of minutes, he hasn't kept you waiting too terribly long. Um, the uh, study door burst open with a flourish as a rotund 
balding man with a giant white handlebar mustache um, wearing a a once fine uh, overcoat. It's just a bit too small. Um, the buttons seem to be bulging, barely holding on. Small wine and grease stains kind of dot it. You feel like this guy's maybe not the most successful noble of all time, but um, he comes in uh, and he's like, Ah, yes, the Greybane brothers. Welcome, welcome. Uh, can I offer you a drink? Uh, Kellen stands and goes and greets the man, shakes his hand. When you go to shake his hand, he holds up his hand daintily with a ring on it. Kellen has done this. He's played this dance before. He'll, he'll grab it and... Awkwardly shake his limp yeah, hand? Yeah, awkward, awkwardly okay. shake it. So Vincent takes a very deep bow, um, a very like courtly, you know, grand, grand-esque type bow, and he swoops in right after Kel um, and grabs the man's hand, and he goes, oh, your grace, how honored we are to see you today and he deeply kisses the ring oh. and Kellen face palms just slightly and he, his, he comes, wipes he, his brow he comes back up to, and like like takes the man's hand in both hands um, both of Vincent's hands and he looks him in the eye and he's like I look forward to the business we're about to discuss your your graciousness and he takes another deep bow back no you're too formal you're too kind uh, did you want that drink I've got a really nice Morellian brandy I thought you would never ask. And he and goes I- over to a wooden carving of a board. He twists the head off and it's like a little liquor cabinet, right? And he pulls out a thing and he holds up a glass to you. Kellen will, will accept graciously. Okay. As he does that, Vincent kind of like looks over his shoulder and like, like waggles his eyebrows at, at Kellen, like a get a load of this fucking guy kind of thing. And I'm just like giving him the look back of get a load of you, you fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll pour, um, he'll pour three glasses, one a bit of a heavier pour. Um, for himself, of course, and he'll hand you guys your... It's actually pretty fine liquor. I Kella, or Vincent raises a, a toast to future transactions. Well, I'm hoping you guys are half as good as they say you are. We're twice as good as you thought we will be. He stops and pauses for a moment to think about what you just said. He's like, I take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yes, yes. Um, so, uh, if you guys would like to have a seat, and he'll sit at his desk and he'll have two chairs that are pulled up already. I'm assuming they're like, are they like I'm going to spin the chair around and set it backwards. Yeah, you can do that. Yeah. Absolutely. There's no arms on okay. the chairs, yeah. I'm just going to sit down like, like a person. Cordially. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell us, what's this mystery that we've been waiting on? Well, it's a most troubling mystery. As you know, um, one of the main features of our town is our beautiful uh, cathedral to the uh, goddess of the moon, um, Saloon. And about a week ago, uh, some manner of beast uh, slaughtered everybody inside of it. We're trying to find out uh, what did it. It's a terrible scene. We'll take you guys there later. Uh, the job, of course, would be to track down what it was and slay whatever it was. And bringing back proof, of course, of the deed. Now, you said you're going to take us over there. Um, oh, well, I'll have somebody take you well, over there. Well, sure. Yes, your graciousness this, would this never... Heat, this heat is a bit much. Absolutely. Uh, let me ask you, though. Were there any scratches, claw markings in the stone? Uh, um, yes, there were. Um, that's why we called them the renowned monster hunters. Uh, at first, we thought that it was just um, brigands seeking to rob um, because the uh, the reliquaries were hit and some of the um, divine doodads that they had there were taken. Oh, um, but there are claw marks and uh, the bodies look like they've been quite mauled at uh, the mention of like treasures and gold. Vincent shoots a quick glance over at Kellen and then turns back. Does this sound like something you um you two would be able to handle? I've, I've heard that oh. you're quite good at hunting. Oh, yes, of course. My brother and I, 
we will we will take care of this this uh problem for you we'll be back in time for dinner oh well i mean let's look into it first vincent like we don't know exactly what we're walking into not to you know not to worry you we will we'll resolve this problem all right. Um, you so said this happened at the church. Is, was there yes. anybody there? Anybody that left? Nobody surviving? who was in the church was spared. Luckily for them, anyways, there was a small mission um, out. Um, when they returned, they discovered the scene um, there at the church. Now, do we think this took place during the day or during night? Uh, if they found it in the morning, uh, a week and a day ago. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So they assume it happened that evening. They got back in the wee hours of the morning. What was this guy's name again? Yeah, I don't remember. This was Governor Kenley Gearsworth. Sir Gearsworth? Sir yes. Gearsworth. Gearsworth. Um, have they cleaned up in the church at all, or has it been left no, the way it was? Uh, it the clerks, if we're the able clerks, to see the, the scene. clerks were on on the mission have uh, cast a spell to preserve the scene and to not cause rot, so we could get investigators there. So should be almost like the day they found it. That sounds that sounds perfect. I don't think we should waste any time, Vincent. We should head over to the church and start looking into this. Perfect. Yes, let's go. Not even going to discuss payment. Oh. That confident, huh? Oh, we'll be done by dinner, and I'll stand up. Is Gearsworth right? Yes, Governor Gearsworth. It's been an honor, and oh. I take a deep bow again. I'll get up and I'll shake his hand. Likewise, and he'll like top you off like a little for the road. Perfect. And he's like, oh, and um, just so you know, not a huge deal or anything like that. The um, clergy at the uh, cathedral are uh, recommending that, by recommending more of a small demand, that there is their own investigator they'd like to tie into this. So oh. you will be working with we, someone else. I generally, mean, of course, we work alone. I understand, um, but they say that Saloon demands that this investigator is there, so... Are we um, splitting the payment? No, no, no. The church is taking care of their own. That's okay. that's uh, independent from you. Um, just play nice, of course. Hmm. Anything for you, Governor. And then he'll he'll throw you a small um, bag that has um, ten gold coins, just for like initial cost, food, stuff like that. You know, he's like mm, very well. Um, and I'll kind of curtsy out of the door. I just shake my head. I'm like, he's just so over the top. And like we've been doing this for a while, but Kellen still like it just irks him. <laughs> like, and I think like as we leave, I'm just like, why do you do that, man? What a you, fucking piece of work that guy was, I mean, huh? Yeah, <laughs> I gotta give you a nudge. <laughs> yeah, of course, but Vincent, you don't have to like. You don't Kel, have to go so to play over the, the game. Those guys, those 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 pompous assholes, just they get off to that. It's fun. They don't understand that they'd have like they have nothing really. And it's it's just fun. you got to play the game, Kel. I don't know about that. Do we meet the our escort or chaperone out here? So you guys are yeah. There'll be a, a person in a saloon vestments, uh, a priest who's waiting for you at the door as out of the manor. See, watch. Oh, the God, Father, we're so happy to see you. We're sorry to hear about oh, the tragedy. Just, just brother. Oh, my my apologies. I'm, I'm an acolyte in training. He gives another deep curtsy and he's like, brother. Uh, my name is Vincent, and unironically, this is my brother, Kellen. Um, we're happy to be of service to you and the church in whatever way you might need. Kellen just gives a curt nod. That's while very, like, he has his hand clasped on. That's on very, Vincent. Uh, very, very formal of you. You can speak to me plainly. Oh, this is plainly, plainly. We're going to solve your murder, brother. Uh, I'm getting murdered. 
<laughs> no. <laughs> what my brother means to say is that um, if you wouldn't mind just showing us to the church, yes, we will, we'll brother, start an investigation. I'm brother Silas, by the way. Brother Silas, yes. pleasure to meet you. Um, I'm I'm assuming uh, the governor filled you in on the basics. He filled us in with everything we can't see with our own eyes. Okay. So when he's like, um, yeah, so we'll go. Um, cathedrals, you can see it. It's like right like yeah. on the top of the hill. It's a big ass cathedral. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like the biggest building. It's even bigger than the estate you just left. It's as, the biggest building in town. As we're walking across town, right? Mm-hmm. We're walking through Trask. I don't think I've been to this this yeah. area before. Uh, so like, what's the kind of feel of the, the city? So Trask is a, um, it kind of feels a lot like the governor felt like, like a city kind of past its prime. It's, it's really more of a large, t- small city, large town. It's kind of right there on the cusp of like, not quite a big city, but it's a town. It used to be a lot more, uh, prevalent than what it is now. And not that you guys would necessarily know that because everything's just like, everything looks like it's nice, but it's old. Like when it was built, it was, you know, very pristine, very nice, supposed to be like impressive architecture and everything, but everything's kind of worn down. Um, like the nice tower roofs, a lot of the like the patches that are like being put, replaced by nice new tiles, there's like thatch work and stuff like that. Like kind of like, you know what I'm talking about, like, like old nice. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> just like not upkept. Yeah. Like it like was it nice to like be a five years ago or yeah. 10 years mm-hmm. ago. And it's yeah. just yeah. like nobody's done the work to keep it. Yeah. Up. Because very like complacent people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Does this guy have like a traditional like monastery type haircut you know what i'm talking about oh he's got a bowl cut and a bald spot okay yeah as we're walking behind him i take my duster off and i'm like pushing my hand on my head and i'm like pointing at it and i'm trying to like i'm like nudging kel with my elbow and i'm like hey hey, look (laughs) and 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 kellen's just trying trying to hold back a little bit of laughter he's trying to keep some of that decorum but uh it is funny (laughs) it is it is funny (laughs) All right. Um, he's uh, like, brother S- Silas, was it? Yes. Um, I've got a question. I think that uh, will help us with our investigation. Are you like one of those churches that you guys can't fuck? Can't Vincent. Um, no. Uh, Saloon is also like amongst like being the goddess of the moon is also a goddess of new life and fertility. Oh, okay. I'm very interested in what we're doing here. All right, let's go. So it's important to the investigation, Kel. And as it's you guys, as you guys approach it, the, um, it still would have been just as important. We're here to do a job, Vincent. Oh, I'm doing my job. <laughs> as you guys approach the cathedral and he's like, all right. So in here we will meet, um, uh, introduce you to the person who's going to be helping you on individual who's going to be helping you on this investigation. Um, the high priest has insisted upon it. I'm stating divine providence. Have we walked into the church yet? No, you no, guys are okay. He's like, now I must warn you, it's a pretty grisly scene. Oh, we've seen grisly. Is, is there anything? Can I do? I, can I do the first roll? Uh, can I do a perception check on the outside of like the church? See if there's like anything that's like out of place, uh, sure. busted windows, anything like that. For sure, claw marks. It's a very middling. The thirteen. So the church, unlike the rest of the town, the church looks extremely well cared for. Now it's it's old. It was built a while ago, but it's actually like patched together correctly the windows they're not broken there's no claw marks on the outside of the door or anything like that um looking from the outside you do see on the windows on the opposite side what looks to be some kind of like splatter it's hard to tell on this side of the windows but you assume it's like blood blood splatter splatter. yeah on some of the stained glass windows um kind of hard to tell the colors but you see some kind of splattering in there but i can gather that like something and burst its way in it's something that just happened inside of the church yeah you don't there's no nope. sign there's like, like the door's not like, yeah there's no, no like broken entry. windows that you can see the door's not been broken open the door doesn't have any marks on it interesting yeah as he uh opens the door he kind of like 
waves you in. And he's like, I really don't want to go in there again. I'm not really needed. I was just supposed to lead you to the door. I, no, I, I appreciate my you. brothers and sisters corpse. I, I don't want to see it. He kind of looks choked up and he's motions oh. you into the door. I, I appreciate you taking us this far. We will, we'll, um, you know, we'll do the rest of the work. All right. The moon's blessing upon you. Uh, and yeah. upon you. And I take another curtsy. <laughs> and he'll he'll do a bow, and then he'll uh, leave. As you walk in, you see a figure hunched over a body near the entrance. Now, what we're going to do now is, what is your character wearing? Um, if they're coming up to you from behind, what would you look like? Yeah, she would be wearing a, a, a very simple blue gown with... Um, it it would be really cinched um, in the in the torso area, and she does have like quarter length sleeves, and there'd be a lot of petticoats involved. So she is dressed quite nicely. And from the back, you would see um, platinum blonde hair piled up in ringlets. Okay, we're gonna quickly take a step. Two days ago, just outside of the city. In the small grove that neighbors Trask, in the small grove, uh, a figure lounges on a large flat rock um, in the middle of a clearing. The morning sun has broken weakly through the overcast skies. Um, the day is already uh, becoming uncomfortably hot, uh, though the heat barely seems to touch uh, her artificial skin. The fact that she can uh, perceive heat at all is a miracle in and of itself. And as she sits quietly, uh, she furiously sketches the scene of two butterflies engaged in an intricate dance. Yeah, so... Willow is a um, warforged. Um, she uh, she has uh, she generally wears pretty much the same thing every day. Mm-hmm. Um, blue dress, you know, cinched in the waist. Lots of petticoats. Um, platinum blonde hair piled up. She does have um, what appears to be porcelain skin with a blue floral pattern all over, and um, she does have very crystal blue eyes and she does carry a very thin rapier with a golden spanish hilt at her side um and she will she always carries her sketchbook with her so uh yes she's that is and that is willow all right. As Willow sits on the rock, uh, sketching the scene as she is like to do with her little sketchbook, um, she hears rustling in the woods behind her, um, and out of the cl- out into the clearing, she sees a um, figure in the vestments of Saloon, goddess of the moon. Um, you would know of Saloon. Your um, memory would not be perfect of this, but your father, um, the man who created you, was once a high priest of Saloon. Oh, he did retire from the life of the cloth. Always before you were created, but you would recognize the vestments. Um, you see an individual who has a bald spot and a bowl cut mm-hmm. wandering towards you. Do they appear to be in trouble or do they appear to just be on their daily stroll? They appear to be approaching you specifically. Like he's like, he sees you, he's walking towards you, he's kind of cautious, like he doesn't really know what to expect. Oh. Blessings of the moon upon you, brother. Oh. B- blessings, blessed one. Kind of bows his head. Our our current high priest has sent me to beseech your aid. Um, he sensed your presence um, through a vision from the Divine One, and he begs your assistance in a grim matter. Oh, but of course. Like, there's there's been evil afoul in the temple. I I would hu- humbly request that you that you assist us in this. 
he tries to be like overly formal and he's not very good at it. <laughs> I can I can tell that he's a little I, I'm Willow is very used to people being uncomfortable around her. Um so she always tries to be, you know, very kind towards them, um, very gentle towards them. Um, so she's going to gather up her skirts and uh, kind of slowly rise from her sitting position. And uh, she, she How will, tall is Willow? She's she's taller than the average human woman would be, but she's she would be of average height for a for like a human man. So um, probably five nine, five ten would probably be a, a good height that for short her. Kings? That's average height. All right. So <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. I'm a very short person, so everybody's tall to me. She doesn't normally tower over people, so... Brother Silas is a short king. You tower over him. Oh. And I will um, kind of gesture towards, probably back to where he came from. I'll go, leads away. So you're about a day's journey from Trask. Something had called you south to investigate. What was that something? You don't know. Oh, I just have um, you this just, feeling. You woke up with a feeling and you're like, I need to go south. And you okay. just happen to see the clearing and you're like, this is pretty. So you kind of stop butterflies there. Butterflies be fucking. Yeah, those um, butterflies do be fucking. <laughs> he'll kind of uh, lead you, um, kind of fill you in on the same situation that the brothers filled in on is like a little less than a week ago at this point in time. Um, they came back from a mission and everybody in the temple was slain. They don't know what it is, but they know they know of your existence. They've heard of you. Uh, your father kept close ties with the church still because he was a high, he was the high priest of this okay. temple, and he uh, he left, but he um, he got a vision from Selun, who again is goddess of fertility, knowledge. Like she has a lot of hats that she wears. He gained. Uh, he was always kind of a tinkerer, and he gained insight on how to create something. That something being you. So he retired to follow what he thought was his calling and to start his family as well. So he left. And so a lot of the people in the church, you've he's met other people in the church. They've met you before. Uh, a lot of people in the church of Ceylon, um, they call you moon touched. They think that you're like an avatar. Of divine, yeah, yeah, like of divine origin because yeah. the, the your creation was a spark given to him. Like he's like, mm-hmm. I know how to make this because you're quite a bit more advanced than any other Warforge. Like Warforge are obviously very robotic. You, when you get up close, yeah, it's porcelain skin. Um, you know, you you have robotic joints, stuff like that, but you're mm-hmm. not like, but from a distance, like you're very much more lifelike than right. the average Warforge, which is just made out of stone and steel. If she barely makes noises when she moves. Yeah, she's not like <laughs> she's very well stone oiled. She <laughs> I see you trying to give yourself an advantage on stealth. <laughs> you don't have to give me advantage on stealth. That's mm-hmm. just, she's just a little bit more lifelike. I see, I see you advantage on stealth, and then I see Vincent and think you guys are always going to have disadvantage on stealth. <laughs> so, you're just going to roll regular because somebody's going to be very flamboyant and not sneaky. So it's, it'll be about a day journey. Um, if you have any questions for him, uh, he would, he'll answer them awkwardly the best he can. I'm kind of like being around a celebrity has no idea what to say to you. Um, Especially like a divine celebrity of his goddess. Yeah. Like, cool. like people think that like they look at you like the people from the church are like, shit, this is like an avatar of God. If that's accurate or not, nobody knows. But yeah, Willow will. She'll she'll go ahead and ask a. Uh, how many people were slain? We lost 17 brothers and sisters, and two are missing. Oh, that is so sad. Uh, yes, uh, seven of us were out on a uh, mission trip. Uh, we are the only survivors. Our clerics have um, preserved the scene with magic to help in investigations, and also apparently they are calling in a couple of um, local monster hunters because there were claw and teeth marks found. Oh, do we know anything about these monster hunters? I heard that they were brothers and that they're 
pretty good at what they do. They made a name for themselves. I don't know much about them, unfortunately. Do you know their names? Maybe I can search my memory banks. Uh, they are the uh, Grayson, the Gray, Gray, ba- Gray Banes, Gray, Gray Banes, the Gray Bane brothers. Does that, that right? does that ring a bell in my? Okay, no. nothing. Okay. I mean, I'm just gonna say, like, cut to like literally a couple hours later, and we're dying. Qualified. They're good. Has <laughs> any other evidence been found at the scene? We are not investigators. We didn't want to disturb anything as to, uh, you know, good, good. preserve what we could. Um, but we thought with uh, the guiding light of the moon, um, you might be able to ascertain some details. I can certainly try. So, some of our uh, reliquaries were stolen. Oh. Stolen um, artifacts, technically. Uh, which ones? Oh, I'm not privy to the um, oh. the artifacts that were housed in the vault. Um, you um, could ask the high priest when you get there. Okay, thank you. Okay, after I said it's like a day or so travel. They'll wait till morning to actually get you in there. Mm-hmm. As you're in there, um, and you go over and you like you find the first body, you kind of crouch over it and you hear the door open behind you, mm. and that's when we're gonna. What is the what does the scene look like? Like, is it a fucking massacre in here? So yeah, so you go in and it's um you go into the entrance and it's like huge vaulted ceilings, a lot of church pews set up like a cathedral, right? There are bodies strewn about. Um, you will like as you like walk by the door, you'll see like a severed arm, like at the elbow down, just sitting there. Um, the first body is being obscured by a crouching figure, um, but you see like pews have been shattered and broken. Um, there's bodies just laying around. There's a body up on the altar, um, kind of slumped over. I'm wearing like a little bit fancier vestments. You feel like this, like a higher priest that was uh, killed. So I think like it just immediately just kind of escapes from my mouth. I'm just like, the hell happened in here? I don't know. I think that's uh, I think that's our job to figure this out. Is actually, ghastly, Kel. Yeah. Why don't you uh, oh, check oh. out the Why don't you check out the hey, bodies and hey, I'm going to go nudge you. Who's that? Uh, Blonde alert. Okay. <laughs> why don't you go figure that out and I'll go talk oh, to the head priest. Happily. So you do hear them enter. You probably hear every word too. <laughs> How good is Willow's hearing? Probably uh her perception's plus 2, so. Yeah. Yeah, get on my level. <laughs> Get the fuck out. <laughs> Your character dies immediately. <laughs> Damn it! Is that gun? Three rounds. <laughs> Stop making references to things people don't know. <laughs> yeah, so Willow will, um, she'll kind of perk up and, uh, you know, put down whatever she was doing and uh, stand. And that's when she'll reveal that she has porcelain skin with a blue floral pattern. It can be a little jarring to look at. Be like looking at someone just heavily tattooed almost. But uh, Vincent runs his hand through his hair because he had been fucking with it, making fun of the brother. Um, and he places his hat back on and he like fixes his shirt and tie that's not even there. Um <laughs> And he strolls up and he goes, uh, he, he walks up to you and he's, uh, Vincent's tall, like maybe just a little bit taller than you, but like probably close to eye level. Mm. Um, and he goes, well, I didn't know that, uh, we were going to have the beauty of the moon aiding us in this investigation. You are the monster hunters I heard about. The best around. Um, you can call me Vincent though. Oh, Vincent, lovely to meet you. And I will 
extend my hand out to yeah, uh, shake yours. I'll, uh, I'll, t- I'll try to do the like curtsy thing, mm-hmm. but I imagine like with your mechanical hands, you just grip my hand. Yeah, just like I just it's it's a, it's, a, it's she's it's still a very delicate touch, but you can tell that there is strength behind it. Yeah, but it's funny because Vincent is trying to do the curtsy thing, yeah. so it's like <laughs> super awkward between the two of them. Um, and he, he kind of like finally just settles on like putting his hand on the back of your hand and doing like the firm like one mm-hmm. shake, and he goes, um, "Are you the investigative aide that the governor was telling us about?" Oh yes, from the church. Y- yes, I am not a member of the church. But my father was. I didn't catch your name. Oh, my apologies. I am Willow. Uh, well, Willow, it's a, a a pleasure to meet you. I'm, like I said, Vincent, and over there skulking, as he often is, is my brother Kellen. It's not even skulking. I'm just walking over to the head. The head he's tree. like investigating. Yeah, he is, yeah, yeah. He's like he's like looking around and watching the scene, and he's like, yes, skulking, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. working is what he calls it. I think Vincent kind of like is looking at you for a while, and then he goes. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, what have you found? Uh, anything interesting? Um, it looks like a dead body. I'd only just got here, correct? You got in there like maybe a couple minutes ago. You just you just hunched over the thing. The I, body. I only just got here. The only things I know is that 17 were killed. Everything else is new to me, just like you. Perfect. Well, I'll let you keep at it. Well, tell me, uh... Does take a look around. Does this look familiar to you? Uh, yeah, I'll do like a quick spin around the room. Um, I kind of like am just hoping to make eye contact with Kellen, though, as I spin around the room. Yeah, Kellen's totally like looking right. Are you not paying I'm any attention? I'm engaged in conversation with the head priest. Right? There's nobody else in the building right now. Oh, I thought you said that we would. They, he'd be made available to you to talk, but he's not like standing here in the crime scene. Oh, because so it's just these us. are like this is like his family just thrown about. Like they don't. He doesn't just, sat, yeah, just stand, stand here and stand, chill in the yeah. room. Like oh, I want to okay. stand here next to my brothers and sisters that are all murdered. This is a pleasant experience. Gotcha. Yeah. Then I think I, I'm just this looking is, around. Like I'm just yeah. walking around, like the outside of the room, seeing the, the layout of the bodies, mm-hmm. counting them. And uh, going to like towards the altar, um, but yeah. I am. I'll turn back and because of course it's Vincent, so I have to look and make sure he's fine and figure out what he's doing. I think you catch me just at the right time as I'm like doing my little once over the room, and I just shoot you like a big wink. And I'm like like that, <laughs> like and which doesn't translate to audio very well, but I'm like winking and throwing my head back. Yeah, um, very awkward. Yeah, it's super awkward. <laughs> do I like in the other room? Do I see like anything that stands out other than? the porcelain skinned lady behind me. Um, so yeah. So as you're, as you're surveying the room and you kind of take a look around it too, you do see, uh, it's very apparent that whatever happened here, um, these people were not prepared for it. Like they were taken by surprise. There's a couple of bodies pretty close to the altar, kind of how they were sitting. You were thinking they were in some kind of service or meeting. So not much of a fight happened. Not much fight. Uh, the bodies that are like on the outskirts are, were clearly trying to get away from something. They're like, their back is facing the altar. They're like running. Uh, their faces are, uh, contorted into signs of terror. So which way, I guess, if they were taken by surprise, which direction were they taken surprise from? From the front doors? Or were, is there like so broken they were windows looking, somewhere? They were looking at the altar, okay. right? And it looks like something came at them from the altar side. Okay. So it came at them from the front. Um, their backs were turned to the altar like they were trying to get to the door. A lot of them, a couple of them lay dead in their seats like they didn't get very far, like they were taken very quickly by surprise. As you investigate some of the bodies, it looks to be large gashes like claws 
um, of a creature that probably had a hand about twice the size of like a person, um, as well as deep puncture marks, which look like a, the jaws of like a, a narrow thing, kind of like a, almost like a canine-esque jaw. As I finish my spin and land standing back face to face with Willow, Vincent's like, well, madam, I'm going to go confer with my partner and um, you keep doing whatever it is that you're doing so perfectly well over here and we can confer back with what we find. But of course. And I'll take my hat, do a tip and curtsy out. So I'm at the altar and you said there's a body like on the altar, like strewn about on the strewn altar, about, like, like hanging over the like, altar, hang, like, yeah, hanging, hanging over, over okay. yeah. draped over the altar, if you will. Does it? What kind of wounds does it have? Does it have the claw marks and everything? So no. Okay. You don't see claw marks on this one. What you see on this body is a single puncture wound in the back. So you would think like a like of a, of a blade, like a sword or something like that, has stabbed him in the back and okay. been removed. It's not still there. Okay. Serrated, like edges, no. it just looks like clean cut through. Looks like a looks like a dagger. If you had a dagger or a short sword if a you dagger. had to guess. Okay. And it's like it's in his back, but like directly where the heart would be. But there's no weapon, right? It's, no, it's, it's been pulled out. Okay. As, um, as you're investigating this, I walk up behind you. Fuck hell, this is any idea what's going on here? I'm gonna be honest, I haven't done much investigative work other than investigating whatever that thing is. Is that the um is, yeah, is that she, the investigator? She said that her name was Willow. Um, what do you make of her? I can make a hat, a brooch, a pterodactyl. <laughs> I make that she... It's a good question, Kel. I'll get back to you on that one. So it looks like some of these bodies were attacked by some creature, but then this one here at the altar was appears to have been killed by like an actual metal weapon. It appears to be a dagger. So the first thing I'll do is pull a, a flask out of my jacket and take a swig, and then I'm going to unsheath my rapier no I'll, I'll pull my dagger out and i'll kneel down and i'll start like moving it's cl- the the priest's clothes and trying to like ascertain if there's any any other like noticeable marks or anything like that on the body or any like belongings missing or any any other distinguishable uh things about this body so as you kind of uh go ahead and give me an investigate yeah. check it makes sense that i didn't take uh proficiency in investigation uh that's a 12 Okay, so um, what you'll notice is as you like kind of like pull this guy's clothes off of him, you won't notice any other wounds on him except for the again right where the heart would be in the back. You know, yeah, it's like yeah. a puncture wound there. And you're using your dagger, so you can kind of compare. It does look like a knife of some sort was used. Um, you do notice with the twelve, I will say that um, he has a belt that has like a couple of little pouches on it. If you look in the pouches, it's like some incense, just some like things. There is a gap between two of the pouches where a clasp has been undone, so a pouch from his belt is been taken. Kel, uh, your books, they cover what, the moon goddess? Is that what this place is? I get all these religions that kind of blur together. So I do have a book. We were coming here and this is like a the moon goddess like worship mm-hmm. area. Yes. So I had been reading up about that. Okay. But I also I have my um, I have a book that has like our like journeys that we've done in the past and like the creatures mm-hmm. that we've encountered. Yeah. I'm looking through that to see if there's anything that looks similar to like maybe the the attack that we've seen here. Right, so are you looking up something specifically about the religion or are you looking up something specifically about the monsters? You said you had two books. Which one are you looking at right now? Well, I think right now, because Vincent's asking, he'll he'll look at the the saloon, the okay. saloon book. All right. So that's going to be a religion check. Go ahead and give it with advantage because you were prepared for it. The natural 20. Ooh. 
It's a natural 20, guys. First natural 20 of the podcast. Ooh, and it's on such an important check. Yeah, it's a 24. Okay. I mean, not, but it's not a skill check, chill. but... Yeah, all right. So what specifically were you looking for in regards to this? I mean, you, you just read about it, so you know, like, the basic tenets of Saloon and all that kind of stuff. You know, saying, like, knowledge, fertility, like, you know, she's, yeah. she's one of the oldest gods in the Pantheon. She was, like, there before... You know, honestly, was, I'm not too sure. Vincent's the one that asked me <laughs> what I know about this area. Are they like? I mean, I know some gods or god. Again, they all run together. Are these like heavy magic worshiper kind of people, like dancing under candlelight type of people? Or because I mean, it seems like this guy was making something, doing something. You, I, you guys, your magic type. Just I don't know what you do. Yeah, so I would know. I'm assuming with my role. Are Saloon followers like very magic heavy uh, in regards to religion? So do they do like sacrifices? Things like that. They don't do sacrifices or anything like that. Um, Saloon is a, a good god. Good gods don't, or like, you know, not evil aligned gods, so they don't generally require sacrifices. Mm-hmm. They uh, worship, I said, they think the moon is the embodiment of Saloon on Earth. So uh, they worship the moon, the light that it brings to the darkness. Like, knowledge is a big domain of her. So, like, just knowledge, progression, stuff like that, and then new life. So they have clerics. Um, their clerics use very um, they like healing magic, like light up the darkness, you know, type of stuff, like mm. expose the darkness and whatnot. So they're very like kind of very vanilla clerics. Yeah. Um, like, you know, oh, yeah, we heal the sick. Yeah. And we help progress. You know, we help progress. They use the knowledge domain. So is what you would know about them, like the things. So they're so, not like they're no more magic than anybody else. Just their clerics would be yeah. more like healers and. So I kind of like um, rake scholars. the dagger over the components pouch. And I'm like, so this wouldn't be out of the normal for these guys. Oh yeah, it, it, are the things on his uh, on his belt? Are they like component pouch stuff? Yeah, you find like incense. There's there'll be like a vial, a broken vial of holy water. Like okay, very like yes, cleric has stuff. He'll have a um, is there something? He'll have a holy symbol around his neck. Um, it seems like this guy was the first one taken by surprise. Who stabbed in the back? He didn't. It doesn't look like he was really equipped to. As, is there something, because being, like, adept in magical arts myself, is there something, like, on his component pouch that just seems like it would be, like, it would be weird that it's missing? No. And you don't know, like, you look at the component pouch, and you know what it is, because you, you do cast spells, so you would know of a component pouch and how they basically work. A lot of it is kind of foreign to you, mm-hmm. because you don't use holy magic. Right. They use different components than Arcane does. They use more things that, like, focus divine energy, whereas you use stuff that, like, alters the elements and stuff like that. So, like, Arcane magic is very much about, like, taking something and changing it into something else, whereas divine magic just amplifies ambient energy that's already there. They take their god's power and just manifest it. Yeah. So, I mean, it. I mean, I don't... Nothing looks, nothing looks out of the ordinary for like these, like the followers of Saint Loon. It looks like something came and attacked him. Um, from the, from what it looks like, this might have been the first, and then whatever happened here spread out to the rest of the, the church. Maybe one person, maybe more than one. Per- I mean, some some sort of creature. I don't. I so haven't really as, figured anything out yeah, yet. As you tell me that, I kind of like hands on the knees kind of thing go well and i sheath my dagger and i stand up and i go i think i've got a lead and i turn face and i stroll back over to you and i go you found anything over here yet 
So I would like to, um, before doing, like, going around messing with anything, I would yeah. like to sketch up a scene of the crime of so I can reference it yeah. later. I guess I'm going to be rolling an investigation check for this, but I okay. would like to try to determine whether one being did this or multiple beings did this. Okay. I would like to do that by starting at the point where it started. So the person on the altar mm-hmm. and then like seeing how it branched out. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Go ahead and give me an investigate check. Well, let's hope that I roll well. As we're approaching the altar, I'm like, uh, Willow, this is my brother, Kel. Kellen. Oh, lovely to meet you, Kellen. That is a natural 20. Let's fucking go, man. <laughs> So, um, as you kind of investigate, you go up to the altar, you see where the first body was, you, um, without able to tell the first body that caught everybody's surprise was the knife in the back. Again, that was, and you also see that it is a knife versus claws. So somebody or something that can use weapons stabbed this guy in the back. Mm -hmm. The claw marks then spread out, like the claw marked bodies spread outward. Um, you could tell that there are multiple attackers because if you think about it, if you assume they all run about the same speed, right, panicked running away, a lot of them are equidistant out. So, like, you think someone would be further out, you know, kind of different because if you had to, like, zigzag around the bodies. So they all were taken from behind and about, and they, about got, they all got about as far away as each other. So looking at the p- paths out, um, there were three assailants that came from the altar outward. So, um, and furthermore, with that natural 20, what you'll notice is the creature or thing or person or whatever this is, that ran straight from the altar, like straight out, was larger and quite a bit more powerful. The wounds are a lot deeper, and it's just a lot more damage. Uh, the pews are broken more heavily as some kind of heavy body crashed into them. Okay, I'm going to do a classic detective thing. I want to look for footprints. Okay. Are there any footprints? Are there any, like, are they humanoid? Are they, because um, I'm assuming, like, there's a lot of blood here. Yes. I would assume that it and stuck so- to something. So that is one thing that you do notice. There are some bloody footprints of the people who are like bloody footprints, drag marks, stuff like that, of people trying to like pull them, who are wounded, trying to move. You'll see that. You don't see any like claw marks, paw marks. You don't see any of the, what would be the assailants marks. And what's more with that uh, thing, as I said, the, the center path with the larger creature, you see broken pews where like a physical body has like crashed through stuff. There's no, like, damage on the pews besides what the victims have caused on the two side paths. And does it appear that they broke out the front of the building? Like, these, like, it started at the altar, they killed everyone, and then they left through the front door? Like, There's no, I mean, if they did leave through the front door, they didn't leave, they didn't, like, break out of the front door. They could have just walked out of the front door sure. and nobody saw them, like, and so we there's can't, no, like, damage. There's no determination outward. of where they they left. As far as you can tell, since they don't, since you didn't see any mm-hmm. footprints, mm-hmm. as far as you can tell, they got to where the victims were and then nobody knows where they went from there. Okay, um, so, and then I, I wouldn't assume that my check would give this to me, but maybe from previously, previous talks with, you know, the brother's not brother, man, brother Silas, probably. When the bodies were found, I, I guess, was it a surprise or did they see something wrong with the church? And they're like, oh, we no, need to go like, check they, it out. They got back from their mission like early in the morning before fine. gone. They're like, oh, let's go home and go to sleep because that mission was and exhausting. They and they opened okay. the door and they're like, what the okay. hell? And it's not like massacre. OK, gotcha. OK. 
I'm going to put my hand on Kellen's back and I would kind of lean into him and I'm like, I have no idea what the fuck happened here. I would like to cast detect magic, um, which I can do without expending a spell slot. Um, Do I get any sense of anything magical in this area? Let's see. It's been a week and a day since this happened. So you will get some holy magic, like on like some of the stuff like you could get it because detect magic. You said it's residual. Yeah. 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 So like, uh, for example, the holy symbol on the neck of the of the priest that was stabbed in the back, it'll glow a little bit with some divine magic. The altar itself has a very slight glow to it. 30 foot range. So in this main portion of it, a couple of the bodies will have small sigils or something like that that'll have just a little bit of divine divine magic seeping well, I'm off kind of them. expecting some um, divine magic i'm wondering willow has an abnormally strong magic aura about her okay i do you do i'm a fighter so that's news to me is it divine as well yes okay is there anything not divine in the immediate vicinity no okay i would like to go find the vault where the reliquaries were Helen is going oh. to go do uh, so you would introduce yourself and then like i'll Grab your hand, Kellen Greybane. Um, I see you've or you've inter- met my brother. Yes. Uh, this is a little out of our wheelhouse. We don't generally. What is this voice? I don't know. You're Whoa. kind of picking up on the accent a little bit. <laughs> um, I see you've met our, my brother. This is a little out of our wheelhouse. We don't generally work with other other groups. It's usually just me and him. Um, in this, but uh, a fresh perspective, I suppose, is never a bad thing. What have you discovered so far? There were four assailants, no apparent point of entry or escape. My next step is to go to the vault where the stolen reliquaries were taken. Oh, that is where I was headed as well. Well, lead the way. I don't know. I'll, I'll lead the way <laughs> with, with the confidence. I'm assuming it's like a, a door in the back. I don't think I've been here. You immediately go Church. to like a door and you open it up and you realize that it's the priest's chambers and it is the where you're going is probably on the other side of the cathedral. So with that confidence, you open the wrong door. The reliquary is not near the altar. It's on the other side of the church. Yeah, it's on there. So the altar is in the, so you have the main room of the church. Then you have the altar at the front of the church, and you have two wings that go off the side of it. And you're like, okay, well, it's got to be one of the wings, right? Oh, and you and just chose the wrong the wrong. Yeah, you went to, like, their quarters and stuff like that. Is there anything disturbed in here? So, no. There are no... Well, are you, like, going quarter by quarter? Are you going to look in the rooms, or are you just... No, I just opened that door, and you said it was the priest's room. In the room. hallway, yeah. You don't see anything in the hallway of the priest's rooms, no. Okay. Mm, actually, I think it might be on the other side. I'll come back to that in a little bit. Walk across and you see your brother lead the um, robot lady the wrong way, yeah. And then turn around and go the other way. Uh, Willow doesn't seem to notice or particularly care. She doesn't really have a, I guess, like a point of reference for embarrassment other than just people's general. I don't even think I'm necessarily embarrassed. Her. I think I cover it really well mm. in the sense of like. I walked with confidence into the store and then was quickly like, I, I was just checking to see if maybe any of the carnage, you know, was in out another room other than the main one. But of course. So, and then we'll go the other way. Yeah. So you go the other way. And as you open this door, uh, there is like to the right, there's like a library. Um, there's also a staircase that heads downward. Um, you assume that's where the vaults are kept. At the top of the stairs, you do see two more bodies. Now, these bodies, unlike the bodies in the main chamber um they are clad in like 
plate armor. They have maces and shields. They're still in the vestments of Saloon. These were probably the temple clerics uh, tasked with protecting stuff like the vault. Are these included in the 17, the original yes. 17? Okay. Mm-hmm. I wasn't sure if, if we were up to 19 if at you ca- this if point. You counted, if you counted bodies, there were, let's see, there's 17 slain. There were 14 in the main room. There's these two guys here, and there's still one body unaccounted for. And remember, there were 19 technically, because there's two people missing that they oh, haven't found. Right. But from Brother Silas, we were told that no one, no survivors, right? They assume that they're dead, but... But I, I don't the know governor the told us that. Not yeah, the governor, says, yeah. So. so they might have conflicting information. Okay. So is this, is there, we're, we're in this entryway, or there's these two slain um, clerics. Is they this where the, the reliquary is, or is there another the, door? The, so there's stairs leading down. Stairs leading down. Okay. The vault is probably in the basement. They were defending the stairwell. Okay. Uh, trying to prevent something to go down there. And how were they slain? So uh, one of the bodies has several gashes and um, bite marks and claws like the other one. The other one seems to have suffered some kind of magical assault. There's darkened flesh that look almost like a burn, but as you get closer, it's more like rotting flesh. You are a magic good. user, no? Yes, I'm I'm not martial. Um, Is this necrotic? Uh, on a cursory gland? Cursory? Cursory glance? Uh, yes, it does appear to be that way. It's interesting that none of the other bodies had any sort of magical damage, except for this one. Is it just, like, localized onto his arm? So, no, he has, like, the, the wound in question is kind of, like, where his uh, sh- uh, shoulder meets his chest, like, right here. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's blasted through the armor. Like, some kind of force has blasted through the armor. It's peeled the breastplate away okay. and has hit the flesh underneath. And that's the only place, though. He has other small nicks and gashes on him, but this was the cause of death. The other guy you could tell was clearly just nearly ripped apart by something with something, yeah. fangs and teeth and, you know, whatever. This guy has nicks, like, combat nicks on him, but... This blast is what stopped him. Okay. I'm going to keep going down the stairs. I, I am too. I I'll, where, where. I'll sketch these mm-hmm. real quick. I don't okay. know where Vincent is, but... What is Vincent doing? Yeah, so Vincent, while you guys went the wrong way first, um, as he often does, Vincent was kind of just staring off into nothing. Like, sometimes he just gets, <laughs> like, distracted. He was just kind That's of staring. a thousand yards stand. Yeah, kind of just staring up at the, the stained glass window above the altar. And then, like... What kind of snaps him out of it is you shutting the door and saying what you said of like, oh, I just wanted to check this place out. And you hear him kind of like louder than he probably would normally snicker, knowing that you chose the wrong direction. And then what he's going to do is as you guys go down to the reliquary, um, he is going to go into the room or into the priest's quarters and start taking a look around um, door by door. Okay, so I will say one thing that you do notice, um, as you said, because you said you looked up at the stained glass yes. above the altar. The glass up there is actually not stained glass because it's the it's designed to like shine in the light of the moon. So it's like a circular, oh, um, cool, yeah, a clear paint thing. Somebody's painted it black. Oh, so you can't see out of the window. When you go in and you look up, you notice that like hastily, like somebody like took like hastily like a brush and like you know. Yeah, so that, I think that caught Vincent's attention, and he was kind of just like thousand yards staring at it. Um, and then your your mistake kind of snapped him out of it. I think Vincent takes note of it, mm-hmm. but because he was kind of spacing out, it doesn't immediately register as something of interest. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, yeah, like I said, I'll, I'll head into the to the priest quarters and start kind of going through the rooms. Okay. 
as you in the rooms, there's not like a lot of interest, but as you get to the last couple of rooms, uh, they look like they've been tossed. Um, like somebody has been looking for something in them. As you get to the last room, you do find a, um, a body, another body that has similar to what I described uh, to Josh rotting spots on it. Mm -hmm. Um, you're not magically inclined. So you're, it's kind of weird looking, but like little spots of like necromatic magic, but I mean, yeah, would, yeah, no, would but, so but like little rotting dark spots look almost like burns or bruises but like the skin's kind of like rotting away and then uh, the body is next to a safe the safe is open and is full of ash um like whatever was in here looks like papers you like had to pick up like the ash somebody had a paper a safe full of papers and they have been burned they've been burned okay yeah i'll just kind of mentally note all of this and this body does it look like another priest or a brother or sister or? it's it's a sister it's a she has uh on her robes they're not as they're not as intricate as the guy who's up on the altar mm-hmm. but they're not as simple as the um the, the brother uh Silas's. gotcha so there's like different tiers and you would yeah. know everybody yeah. knows basically yeah, yeah, yeah. there's like acolytes and then like priests and then like you know hierarchy she's in like She's like a full priest, but sure. she's not. So she's not like an acolyte. Yeah. So I'll take note of that and I'll kind of head back out into the to the main cathedral chamber. And I think I'll find myself staring at that moon again, um, mm-hmm. just kind of out of like looking at it and trying to piece together what has happened here. OK, I'm going to turn to or I'm going to just kind of mention to Kellen like you and your brother, you two are monster hunters, no? Yeah, that's uh, that's what we do for a living. I cannot help. It's eleven. I cannot help but notice the claw marks are very beastly in nature, and I have to draw attention to the fact that we are in the temple of the Moon Goddess. Could this be a werewolf attack? When I was inspecting the bodies, do the wounds... Because I'm assuming, like, we've encountered werewolves at some point in our adventures. Do they look similar to a werewolf? Like, do they look like a werewolf could have done this? Your initial... And I, said, I did say when you looked at it, like, the, the shape of the bite marks were canine-esque. Mm-hmm. So, like, something with an elongated snout mm-hmm. um, is what's biting them. And there are claw marks. And they are larger than a human hand. Um, so werewolf could definitely be in the category. Like it looks similar to stuff like that. You've seen no attacks are going to be exactly the same. There's different types of were creatures as well. Right now. I will say this from your moon studies of Saloon and that role you had earlier with the religion. Um, Saloon is one of her things that like worshiper follower are good were creatures because again, she is a goddess of moon, but also because she uses moon magic, right? Lycanthropes would be at a huge disadvantage against her because she can literally like snap them out of their shape, right? Not saying it couldn't be werewolves, but with the because you rolled really well, didn't you roll a natural twenty? I rolled a natural twenty. Yeah, so you would know that the priests, especially like the clerics, would be very well equipped to fight lycanthropes. So whereas this looks like it could very well be lycanthropes, it looks a little one-sided to be lycanthropes. To be honest with you, okay, just because she can literally be like. No, I use the Moonlight spell, and you go back to your original form, so you don't get your werewolf bonus. They can snap people out of it, because they she can they control the moon, right? Now, I'm not saying it wasn't them, okay? because there's no way to know, but there's definitely similarities. I'll be thinking about that, but I'm still going to be moving towards the reliquary room. I want to get down there, and I detect magic is still going on for, for 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. So I, that's what I want to go see, because I want to see what's missing um, and what what's still there. 
So as you um, head down, uh, it'll go into a room where there are inset in the wall. There are three uh, dome shaped vault doors, like probably like three feet by four feet, like inset in the wall. Mm -hmm. Um, They've all been torn open. Uh, One of them looks like it's been blasted open. The other two look like they have been like physically like raked and clawed open. There's a bunch of little trinkets in there, like some finger bones and like little pieces of saints and whatnot, because religions keep bones for some reason. And you'll be getting divine magic from a lot of these things. Now, the one in the center, it's very, very weak because it's been over a little over a week. There is a very, very slight arcane presence, but there's no item um, associated with it. So it's like you feel like it's something that's been stored here, maybe like a remnant. Okay. Um, If you want to continue focusing on the ore, you can see what school it comes from. Yeah, I want to do that. It is conjuration. Conjuration magic. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, you get it from like, it's a, it's like a red velvet cloth that's like laying open. You assume it was, something was wrapped in, like something was held in it. Okay. I don't think, at first, you know, werewolves does seem like a, a good fit for this, but knowing about Saloon and, and her, and her powers and her divinity, it seems like werewolves would have been more easily handled. So I don't, I mean, it could be, but like at the same time, I feel like something else is going on here. I think we need to speak with the uh, brother Silas or the head priest, um, right? You said there, there was, there was someone that we could talk to. Yeah. Was the, it the, the priest new, of the, the, new, the church? The new head priest. Yeah. Because the, new... the old head priest is uh, sprawled across an altar right now. Okay. So the head priest was sprawled across the altar. There's no one new that stepped in. The next person in line would have taken over. One is of the people that, on the mission trip. Is that so? Is that like was? Would that be a member of the seventeen or whatever? No, uh, the people because there's there's seven surviving members of the church, so it's presumably one of them. Okay, because they're still alive. There's seven surviving members, so there are seven of them were out on a mission trip, and bro- Brother Silas was one of them. Yes. Okay. Nobody who was in the church at the time of the attack is alive. And well. We- there's two missing, 17 dead. There were 19 people in the church total. They don't know where the other two people are. 19, 19 dead. Okay. And we found, we found seven. No, we found 18, right? 17. Didn't we find the one in? You found 14 in the main chamber. You found the two clerics at the stairs. And then Vincent found one person in the bedroom. Oh, 17. Okay. You have found 16. Yeah. Yeah. Because you don't know Vincent. Is I don't found. know. And I don't even think I know. If you've even counted bodies. If I've even counted the bodies. So... I think we need to figure out what was in these reliquaries, um, especially the middle one is giving off some weird vibes. I think we should go meet back up with my brother and go talk to the priest. Um, Willow, you are, I, I guess, more than welcome to join us. Uh, again, this is a little awkward, but the more the merrier. Only if you are sure. I do not want to be a burden. No, no, it it's fine. We welcome your input. So I'm going to head back up and go try and go look for Vincent. Okay. So Vincent's standing right behind the altar. He's kind of just staring up at the glass window. And as you guys walk out, um, he kind of takes note of you and he goes, whoever did this was either after documents or covering up documents. I found a safe with a bunch of burned papers in it back in the priest's quarters and he hasn't broken eye contact from the class and he kind of he takes his left hand and he points up and he goes kel what do you make of that 
I can make a hat, a brooch, a pterodactyl. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so he points up at the window, and you said it was like a, it was like a circular window so it's to circu- allow the moon. It's a circular. In. It's a circular window, and like so, unlike the rest of the windows in this place, it's not stained glass. Um, it is. It's hard. It's, it's hard to tell because said again, somebody has like literally like slapped black paint, tar, some black substance up on it. Um, looks like it was hastily done. So there's like little like spots where it's not quite covered. Um, but you assume again they worship the moon at the right time of night. Especially on like a full moon, it would like illuminate the whole church, like the as the moon lines up with this window, right? Mm-hmm. A design to let, allow the moonlight in. Nighttime is when they do most of their worship because, again, moon goddess. And it was blocked out. Somebody has blocked it out. So you assume that light from the moon was somebody was trying to restrict it. Um, look at Vincent and be like, I, I don't know, a message? Uh, sending a message to block out their power, shut down. You know, like to say that Salu has no power over he- like here. I, I don't. I don't know what else it would mean. There are two members of the church that are missing. I think we should humor the possibility that maybe they were involved. I want to know more about these missing church members. I mean, well, I agree. I think that is a. I think that's something that we do need to know. Let's go talk to the new high priest. And I'll turn. But something about this class is just keeping Vincent's attention. So he kind of turns with his head still kind of looking at it. Mm-hmm. And then starts making his way down the center aisle. Can back I back outside? Can I notice his fascination and just make a quick sketch of it so he can, you know, keep looking back on it later mm-hmm. yeah. okay i'll make a quick sketch of it so are you kind of like going through your sketches like as you're doing them yes go ahead and give me a perception check because you're like when you say you do a sketch it's like a picture yeah. right it's like detail like yes yeah. like those like prodigies you can like look at a building close your eyes and sketch it a perfect yeah. detail type situation yeah it's a it, it is a lot you draw like, like super fast i can i, I picture she's literally just like yeah like, yeah, like, it's like a printer yeah. that's cool yeah my perception's not bad so let me hopefully it'll kind of Oh, it's a plus two, so six. You don't notice anything? Okay. All right. Cool. As we're, because we're all walking together. Yes, you're all walking. And I'm like, still wary about working with another person. Can I look at the sketches and. Yeah, you can look over her shoulder. Are you being secretive about your sketches? You're like, no. Hoarding them close to the chest? Like, no. No, don't look. (laughs) Um, Just because, like. I'm like, oh, Perception check. Yeah. Yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, it is fascinating to see. How yeah, you literally, you literally just watch her like look up at your brother and go. No, you know what? I don't notice anything. I got a six. You're like, wow, she good. She draws good. Yeah, she does. Wow, she draws good. So as we're kind of, walking, <laughs> do you want to look at the no, sketches? No, no. As we're walking out of the or towards the door of the church, I'll just kind of you know flip around and walk backwards, and I'll be like, so, any thoughts before we talk to this priest? Because if you ask me. No idea. I feel like we're we're missing something that will steer us in the right direction. So, something's just not quite adding up, and I think it has to do with whatever that artifact is. That uh, everything else in that church gave off divine energy, but this one thing had an arcane feel to it, and there are arcane traces on a couple of the bodies. So, as he's finishing up his sentence, my back crashes through the door. And I do a 180 spin. Mm-hmm. Who's standing there? Standing there is three individuals. Uh, one person in the vestments of the same guy who was like 
strewn over the altar, presumably the new high priest. Mm-hmm. And there, um, there is also a female there and good old brother Silas. So as I, as I spin around, they're clearly waiting for yeah, you. Yeah. As I spin around, I go, Oh, perfect. Just who we're looking for. High priest. Um, introductions, Vincent Graybane, Kellen Graybane, Willow. Through our investigation here, we've definitely gotten some good leads. My brother here has deduced that something arcane happened here of non-divine means. Uh, actually, I'll let him take it away. Kellen, what'd you have? I, you know, again, uh, apologies for everything that happened. I know it must uh, be terrible losing that many members of your, yes, your it's church. Yes, horrible. <laughs> Says the old man in the vestments with a long white beard. You you may call me Father Vincent. Yes, I know. Same name. Get over it. Oh, that's okay. Uh, well, Father, in our investigation, we went down. Um, we looked at everything and went to the reliquary area and saw some things that had been stolen and been busted into. One of those things seems like it shouldn't have belonged i everything in the vault belongs in the vault either for safekeeping or for access when required so what was in the middle vault in the red cloth oh yes you speak of the eclipse spear well the head of the eclipse spear and what is the eclipse spear you say yes in the days before time the spear was used to pierce saloon though she survived her wounds we keep it there for safekeeping, lest it fall into the wrong hands. Is that in the book I was reading about Saloon? No, nothing. No, no you're like, you would have gotten like de- like scriptures of Saloon are like intent. Like, you know, like, like flipping through a book on religion is not enough to get like, you know, the I know everything about this religion mm-hmm. ever. This Saloon's like literally she's like from the time of primordials, which is like before the time of regular gods. Sure. She's one of the oldest, like, celestial beings there is. So, like, her history's... The, the tip of the spear. The head of the spear, yeah. Like a, a, like a, like a dagger. Because a, a spearhead is, you know, like a middle point attached to a stick, basically. Yeah. Like, maybe the length of a dagger. Maybe. Well, I got bad news for you, Father. Yes. I think it might have fallen into the wrong hands. I have, I have worried about that myself. Do you guys have, like, enemies or... A cultist that might be trying to... Any creature of evil opposes the great there. moon goddess. I kind of, like, under my breath, kind of towards Will, I'm like, this guy's not helping at all. I would like to know a little bit more about the missing church members. Can you tell me a little bit about who they were? Yes, uh, uh the two missing members are Sister Tabitha and Brother Caleb. And uh, what were they like? Brother Caleb was very, uh... Very studious. Uh, he's been with us for a long time. Um, he never took his rights to go up, up in the clergy. He said being an acolyte served him fine. Uh, ability to focus more on the people outside of the church. He was very giving in his ways. Sister Tabitha was... She was new to our flock. Um, she had not yet um, moved into the uh, quarters. She was set to move in the day after the massacre, of course. Uh, she had a small cottage in town. Do you think we could go look into her cottage? Of course. I mean, I, I can't really speak to the law of the land, but I assume uh, they have granted you full access to the investigation. What about Brother Caleb? Where did he... Did he have a place somewhere? No, he was fully integrated. He's been a member for 25 years. Just never sought to seek the rights to be raised to full priesthood. Have you been full. inside the church yet, Father? I have. I had to take inventory of the vaults. 
So you saw the burnt papers in the safe. Oh, yes, I did I did find that strange. What was in there? That was Matilda's personal safe, I don't know. Matilda was the unfortunate young woman who was found near the safe. Um, I do not know what she kept in her safe. Um, as far as I know, nothing to do with church business, but again, we give our members their privacy. Well, this is good information. I do agree with Willow. We should go check out the cottage. Tabitha. Tabitha's cottage. Yep. And are you going to continue in the aid of the investigation, Moon Touched? Uh, yes. Until this investigation is complete, I will stay on. Praise to Saloon. Now, if you excuse me, I must go rest my bones. <laughs> Thank you for your time, Father. He'll bow and then walk away. Uh, the other two people will follow him. And we'll start heading towards the cottage. Yep. Okay. Yeah, so it's on the outskirts of town. There's a little cottage. Uh, it's kind of in like a poor district, like smaller houses. Um, it's just on the edge of town uh, near a little wooded grove. The, if you go there, the door's not locked or anything like that. As you enter in there, it's really simple. It looks like it's mostly been cleaned out. There's hardly any furniture in there, which makes sense because she was supposed to be moving into the church. So it looks like a lot of the furniture is out. There's a couple of crates that have uh, some knickknacks and stuff in them. Uh, it looks like she was in the middle of packing almost. As we kind of enter, I look at Kellen and look, I look around the room and I look at Kellen and I go, these church folks just, they have to have the most dull lives. There's nothing in here. It's not even wine. Sometimes... Secrets just aren't seen on the, to the naked eye. And I will cast, again, Detect Magic to see if there's anything in here. Please let this pay off. <laughs> so you look around, and you're not sensing any magic in this cottage. Well, and you fuck. are dejected about it, and so you kind of bow your head. And as you look down, 30-foot range, right? Yeah. Something below the floor is glowing. And I'll tap my foot where the glowing thing is. Sometimes having magical abilities pays off. And then... Uh, do I see, uh, is there a way to pull up whatever, is there a door? Is as it... you stomp, it sounds hollow. And not hollow as in like, oh, there's a little like hole in the floorboards and oh, there's a basement. Yeah. As you, as you stomp and we hear the hollow noise, uh, Kel or Vincent's like, usually I'm the one to show off. <laughs> You're extra studious today, are we? And I'll, uh, is it just a wood floor? Mm hmm I guess I would, I was like, oh, I'm just going to stomp my foot through the wood, but I'm like, I just find the stairs. Uh, go ahead, and you don't see, like, it's like a one-room cottage, right? Yeah. Um, so you don't see any immediate stairs, there's no rugs to pull up or anything like that. Go ahead and give me an investigate check. That's a 10. Or perception, if that would work, too. Either one would work on this case. 11. Yeah, so it's it's actually not that bad. Uh, you, uh, you're looking around, and you're like, hmm, there's no stairs in this thing. And then as you look over... Um, near the fireplace, the, uh, the fireplace is made out of stone because you can't make a fireplace out of wood. Mm -hmm. You notice that the panels, the stone panels that make up the floor of the fireplace, they don't look like they're snug. You know what I'm saying? It looks like there's spacing in between them. Do I see like a lever button or anything on the fireplace? No. So I look at Kellen and I'm like a little extra studious today and I pull my flask out of my pocket and I go up and I lean on the fireplace and take a swig. You said there's like a space. In yeah, between. there's like so there's there, there's stone tiles that make up the floor of the fireplace, and it looks like there's spacing in between them. And I, as I like take a swig, I'm gonna dig my toe in between the two stones mm -hmm. and just like kick up and flip it over. Yeah, and the, it, it reveals a hole leading down a small set of wooden steps. Willow's got to be impressed, right? We just walked in. This is this is why we're qualified. We walked in, immediately <laughs> knew there was a secret, and found the entrance. How, how does that feel? What are you going to do now? See, this is why brothers work together. <laughs> I can leave. No, no. 
So it's just a hole leaning down. It's a small set of like wooden stairs. Yeah. How far down does it? I mean, I know it's dark, but like, I'm. Can I do a dramatic like drop? This like step drop into the basement. You could step drop. But you'll just land on the stairs. There's a small, okay. so, like you know, what I'm saying, like, yeah, the, the small just... staircase heading down. So you can like, but you can go to, like the other side because there's two tiles basically. You can, if you flipped up one, you saw the entrance of the stairs. So if you flip up the other one, you can drop to the bottom of the stairs. Kind of, you know, what I'm saying, like drop like a few steps down. That's okay. I'll flip it up and then I'll look at Willow and I'll be like, after you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Merci. And, there, and there's like this moment where like you step aside for Willow to go down, and I'm like. Touche, brother. <laughs> I raise my flask at you. Yeah. Okay. So you go what down. Do my robot eyes see? Do you have dark vision as a robot? I don't know. I don't Because y'all I can't do. see in the dark, which is going to make this campaign so much better. I know, right? It seems like dark vision just makes things too easy. Dark vision is so good. I mean, I'll, flip, I'll whip a candle off the. Is that what they call place. There is no candle. She's packed them all away. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. You're just going to whip your candle out? Yeah, I'll just whip my candle out. Pull out the lighter that I always have. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no. Also, I'm gonna pull out my gun. Yeah, my gun <laughs> and my de- and my demon knife and my angel blade. I, I don't. I, I've been looking. I've been looking at my cool. traits. So it's real dark down it. there. You see a bunch of nothing. You do see a candle sconce like in the wall, like you know, a sconce holding a candle in the wall near the bottom of the stairs. Actually, I think I might have. A torch in my inventory. Neat. Neat. So you light up this torch? Yeah, I'll, I'll light up my torch. So you um, light up the torch, and it's you realize you look at there. The uh, basement itself is kind of triangular shaped. It's kind of a weird shape. Do you think it'd be like the same shape as like the foundation of the house or whatever, or circular, some kind of like thing? But it's like kind of like an oblong triangle, which is a little weird to you. On the floor, you'll see some kind of, like, etching in the ground, as well as some, I don't want to say rug, some kind of cloths laid out. Doing some extracurricular witchcraft down here, it seems. Yeah. You know and anything we, about this, Kel? We both, like, walk down there, right? Yeah. You're, I assume you walk around. It's your character. You have agency over your character. I assume I'm you guys... assuming that we all I walk down there, but... your teammate to possible death, right? No, like, no, no. Go we, there and investigate this scary thing no, by I yourself. Feel like, I feel like we're down there. No, yeah. Is it in a language that I recognize? It's they're shapes. They're not oh, they're a language. Shapes. Okay, they're not a language. Okay. Where is the art? Uh, the you said it was an arcane, right? So where where's the sense of magic coming from? In the center of the room. Well, a little off center of the room. Is it an item or just like a? It's the sigils that are on the floor. The sigils that are on the floor. Do your books tell you anything about this one? <laughs> can I look through my monster hunting books? You sure can. What kind of check would that be? That would be so an investigation check. Anytime you're, like, trying to delve to, like, get information, yeah. you're going to be investigating it. 17. Without knowing the specifics of it, and you do get that it's some kind of conjuration. You get the conjuration thing, so I'm assuming you're, like, focusing on it a little bit. Um, it's some kind of summoning circle or something. Um, you don't know, like, the specifics of it, but you would know, like, okay, that's a summoning circle. And by summoning circle, I mean summoning triangle, because it's a triangle. <laughs> right, right. And by summoning triangle, I mean summoning isosceles. <laughs> thought you were cutting all that. <laughs> He is. There's going to be no idea what he's talking yeah. about. Uh, you see, kids, I saw Slee's trying. <laughs> um, also, if you're a kid, um, you should have listened to the content warning. You probably should not be dead. listening. True. You said the, the arcane magic is coming from the sigils, but there, yeah. but it was for summoning. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or is for summoning or teleporting away, technically. Is there anything else down here? Give me a perception check. Uh, 14. 
you see what uh, was described. There's some candles on the walls and sconces. There's the um, some kind of cloth on the floor. Some symbols etched into the ground. A wooden staircase leading up. Some kind of cloth on the floor. A cloth, but it's not like a rug. It's it's a no, it's like a, it's like a drape almost. Like a like a like a. Why do I, I keep saying like... I keep saying the words like vestments? But like you like when you go to a church and there's like the fancy cloths draped yeah. over the tables. It's like that. Oh, I think okay. I think Vincent pulls his dagger out and like flips the the cloth up. That's good. Okay. So as you flip the cloth up, which is a long, like narrow strip of cloth, like by narrow, I mean, it's longer than it is wide. It's yes, probably like yeah. three feet wide or so, probably like eight or so feet long. As you flip it up, um, you see the, so the, so the sigils are like a triangle, right? They're making a triangle and you only see two sides of the triangle because the other side of the triangle is covered in cloth. When you lift the cloth up, you see a, a hole, a trench dug in there, making up the third side of the triangle. And there is a body in it, wearing, again, the word vestments of Ceylon. Male or female? Male. The high priest vestments? Oh, no, the high no. priest was there earlier. Yeah. So this would be Brother Caleb, right? The one that's missing. What Does he have any noticeable, like scorching necromatic type. He, um his wrist and throat have been slit um and like near the ankles it looks like a bloodletting so this is like a, and as, a large triangle and as big yeah enough to put a whole or a human a, body in one yeah. side of the isosceles triangle one of the longer sides is the length of a human body his okay. human body specifically to investigate this guy you kind of crouch yeah, over yeah, him crouch and I kind the like torchlight is behind you as your body casts a shadow over his body from blocking the torchlight from her torch, his eyes glow a purplish blue color, and a shadowy claw reaches out for you. Give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. Wizards Actual People is Drew Burton as the DM, Derek Dix as Vincent Graybane, Josh Matney as Kellen Graybane, and Elizabeth Ryan as Willow the Warforged. Special thanks to Stupid Wizards executive producer Alexandra Esposito Burton. New episodes are bi-weekly with the next new episode premiering on May 15th. Please leave a rating or review on any podcast app you happen to be listening on, and thank you so much for listening. Go ahead and describe your butterflies character. Butterflies be fucking, bro. <laughs> uh, butterflies are hermaphroditic. They no, do they not. be fucking. They, they be fucking. Oh, wait. Uh, unless they're monarchs, then they do be fucking. But um, <laughs> a lot of them are. They they can only live for like a day because they don't have mouths. Um. <laughs>